Hey everyone out there, welcome to Redevelop That. I'm your host, Derek Allen. Let's take a moment, sit down, and discuss all things redevelopment in the city of Henderson. Three, two, one. Tiffany. We're glad to be back with you here for another episode of Redevelop That. We have a great interview that we were able to uh, secure this time with uh, Jim Katz owner, uh, Cassie Rice. So we'll be able to take a minute to listen to her here in a second. But we just wanted to wish you all a happy holidays. You know, this is going to be coming out right before the holidays. And so we hope you're all enjoying the, the festivities and lights that are out there that are abounding, all the different um, activities that are going on throughout the valley and here in the city. Uh, I know there's a whole slew of uh, ice skating and outdoor um, activities that you uh, hopefully you're enjoying. And so uh, we just want to wish you a happy holidays and a happy new year. And so and thanks for continuing to listen. Yeah. Thanks for coming back. And then we'll be planning our next, uh, our next interviews for the new year coming up. Maybe we'll even, I uh, thought, thought, man, man, it's already been a year and a half since we started it. We'll have to go back and now we could interview a mayor, uh, Mayor Romero this time. Right, so. former councilwoman, and now starting January 1st, she's our new mayor. That's right, we've got a new mayor coming up, and so that'll be exciting. We'll have to see how that goes. But for now, we'll go ahead and take a minute to sit back, relax, and, and listen to our interview with Cassie Rice from Jim Katz. Jim Katz is a... An amazing uh, place that has been around for quite some time here in Henderson. Been a staple for all you that have maybe had kids here in Henderson. Probably have been to Jim Cats at least once or twice in your life. So uh, Cassie has a, uh, grown an amazing business here for for our youth and kids in the the city, and uh, give them a place to learn how to to be leaders and to learn a sport and uh, learn how to be active. Yeah, and so all stay the way active. from infancy to Olympians. Uh, yeah, so interesting to hear the wide range of um, participants and classes she has at Jim Cats. Yeah, it was amazing. She has; they have a lot going on, and look forward to a lot more coming up. Uh, you'll hear in the interview about some events they have coming up with their circus, uh, circus events and activities, and coming up in the spring in March, and so very cool activities, but. Anyways, take a minute, sit back, relax, and enjoy the interview with Cassie Rice. Welcome back to Redevelop That. We're here today with the Jim Katz owner, Cassie Rice. Make sure I know your official name, but uh, go by Cassie. But we uh, want to thank you for taking uh, taking time to sit down with us and uh, get to know a little bit about your business and what you guys are all about here at Jim Katz. So maybe we'll start off right off the bat. You know, what is Jim Katz? So Jim Cats is a place for kids. A, we have gymnastics, dance, cheerleading, special events, parties, all different events going on here that are fun. And we start at babies and go all the way up through the end of high school. Okay. So you cover the, the whole age gamut there. Yes. That's yes. exciting. The babies are when they're sitting up. Mm-hmm. And we have a free baby gym. So okay. they all come in. It's the cutest class you've ever seen. <laughs> and they're uh, usually around six months old. And then once they're really stable walking, they'll go into a class. Go into a class. Yes. 
So do you do just gymnastics or do you, you do, I said you do dance? Dance and, and cheerleading, cheerleading as well. And then we have also flipping out, which is kind of a parkour-ish, uh, oh. you know, they have some fun flips that they're trying to learn safely here instead of trying them outside in the park. <laughs> instead of jumping off, uh, yeah, buildings right. and structures. Yes. And yes, Give them a nice uh, foam pit to jump into. Exactly. Well, that's cool. That's very exciting to, to you know, for a place for kids to come and, and grow and learn how to do all that. Yeah, it's a, of... it's a lot of fun, and um, it teaches them a lot in in developing themselves as into a young adult. So it, there's uh, parts of gymnastics where you can't be given it, you can't buy it. You just have to work through step by step, and it can be challenging and difficult. And you know, it teaches you all those things in life that you, you work through slowly and build up strength and flexibility, and then it starts coming. I would say I, I have a personal story of that because my daughter came here and uh, was here for a number of years in elementary school, and she became yeah, it was pretty amazing to watch her development and watch her grow and uh, to be able to do all the the back handsprings right. and all that stuff. So that was pretty, uh, yeah, definitely built her confidence. Yes, so was, uh, yes that's what we try to do. <laughs> a good testament uh, to what you guys uh, teach and encourage here in the in the kids. So that's awesome. So how long have you guys been in business? Uh, we opened in 1992. So we're coming okay. up on, in February, we are 31st year, 31, 31 years wow. now. <laughs> yep. Here, uh, was all that time here? Or? Um, five years was in the city of Las Vegas, okay. um, and then we moved out to Henderson in 1997. 97, so mm-hmm. still most of your time spent out here. That's, yes, yes. Uh, we love having you, so yes. it's uh, exciting. So what? Got, uh, how did you get into gymnastics, or which, maybe a little bit of your, about your story of what so, got you here? So my mom was a uh, college coach who taught all different sports. And I went to work with her when she was teaching about gymnastics. And I said, Mom, Mom, that's what I want to do. That's what <laughs> I want to do. So she opened up a small gymnastics school in a church uh-huh. on Sundays once a week for $2 a class with a homemade balance beam that my dad <laughs> made and uh, awesome. just a piece of carpet. And that was our entire gym. And then she just grew the business there. And I, I grew up through the sport and got a college scholarship in oh, gymnastics. Cool. And, okay. you know, then gymnastics was just part of my life just part of life after, after that, that. <laughs> yeah it's just it's what you do yes uh, at that point in time so, so it's been in the family a long time then that's yes a, for that's sure it's very cool um so um so what other kinds of things do you guys get involved in with with regards i mean i know you're in gymnastics and dance and all that stuff but i know also we talked a little bit about some of the other activities or events that you guys put on where you know that are actually pretty big i mean i, I didn't realize how you know internationally speaking you guys are involved with yeah so there's uh we have a whole circus side of our facility and uh, my husband and i put on it's called the viva fest it's a circus festival where kids um and all the way up to professionals and then we have actually a pro show that wins prize money and all that uh, associated with it uh they come in they learn about different acts they Mm -hmm. have seminars workshops um, there's a competition for kids. It's a professional competition. There's scouts here. The America's Got Talent and Cirque du Soleil. They all come in and they try to see some of the acts from all around the world. So oh, wow. that happens in March this year. And, uh, you know, that's just another aspect of where some of our kids go. Some of them go into tramp and tumbling. Some go into circus. Some go into dance. Some go into cheerleading. You know, and so it just gives them a great all-around basis Mm -hmm. for coordination um and and even kids who are just going into ball sports like soccer football that those coaches are saying how much 
better off their kids are because of the foundation they learned in the sport of gymnastics, which kind of is a basic foundation for all sports. I mean, it's definitely a full body, you know, coordination. And yeah, I could see how that would translate very easily to a lot of different different sports and activities. So, well, that's amazing that, uh, and I guess that's my kind of question, I guess, with regards to, you know, what is the next, uh, what is the next step for the kids that come out of your program? And, you know, what happens when they leave here? Do they... Do you have a lot that go on to college or do you have a lot of other? We have several who have gotten college, dozens who have gotten college scholarships over the years. But it's not easy. That's not an mm-hmm. easy path to go. But many of them have come back to coach for us. Okay. Um, others have gone on to coach. Like we have some who have coached our coaches in college now. Okay. Um, some who have owned their own gyms. You know, we have a whole variety. And then, of course, in all other areas of life, we have kids going and uh, becoming a doctor. And, you know, so we have uh, these kids grow up to do anything. But what we want to teach them when they're here is perseverance and positivity and, you know, just not being defeated when something is difficult. And if you can work through the challenges here in a sport that's challenging like gymnastics, it helps you when you go into another area of life that's really, really difficult to not just go, well, yeah, that's too hard and give up. Yeah. I was going to say that, I mean, as a business owner, you know, what what have you found has really uh, helped you, you know, grow your business? you know, I, I imagine there's got to be some translation there, but I mean, what kind of uh, what kind of things have helped you grow your business here in Henderson? The main focus that we started with was putting the customer first and in mind. So when I started, it was everybody's got to reach their potential because that's why everybody would come to <laughs> gymnastics. You want to be the best gymnast in the world, right. right? Well, that's not the case. A lot of people just want their kid to learn that basic coordination. They want to learn to socialize. There's kids who are doing it with three or four other activities. There's kids who are very serious. They want, want some want to go into dance, some want to go into show business or, you know, they just mm-hmm. want a foundation. So, you know, you try to cater to as many areas as possible. And the number one thing that sets us apart is in the process of learning, we try to make it fun. Mm -hmm. And if kids and adults are having fun in what they're doing, they tend to learn more and try more and and just be more involved and engaged. And if you can get kids more engaged, they do better. So, uh, a lot of our sports history is authoritarianism and discipline and stand in line and, you know, point your toes and be perfect and try harder and, you know, and they're kind of always, you know, pushing and pushing and right. pushing. And we try really hard to motivate, encourage, and have fun, not push, which is an involuntary <laughs> word. <laughs> I was going to say, it's definitely much more uh, more enjoyable when they want to participate exactly. and be a part of it, not... Uh, yeah, so we let them be the guide. We obviously are experts at what we do, so we try to tell them, here, hey, this is the best way, these drills, this extra practice. But if they say, you know, that's not what I want to do, they don't have to do anything they don't want to do. Sure. You know, it, it may result in not getting where they want to go, but, yeah. you know, that's their choice. That's amazing. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a, one of those challenges of working with youth in sports is finding that balance between, you know, motivating them and have them having a bit of motivation to to want to do you know the activity and 100 percent. and and you know i had an olympic level athlete we went through the bella caroli system we had larry nasser around us all the time and you know there was all these problems and it's that the athlete has to feel free to speak up and say what they're feeling and what they want to do and mm-hmm. if it becomes too authoritarianism 
you know, like they yeah. uh, then just shut down and, and be quiet. And so when something bad is happening, they don't always speak up. And that's the, the last thing we want. So that's why every kid here has agency. They they can say no. We try to teach that even to parents of two-year-olds. Don't make them go over the bar if they're afraid. You know, <laughs> try to let them be the one who leads. Let and and then they feel comfortable when they're moving on in each skill. Yeah, let them develop at their pace. Right. and. Yeah, that's and they all the, develop at different paces. So right. you, you don't want to push your, hey, you could do this, just do it yeah. mentality. You want to say, hey, when you feel comfortable. And then that's how they feel ownership over what's going on. Once they get there, then yes. they build that confidence and the skills and abilities. So that's uh, 100%. That's, that's great. That's, a, that's an amazing uh, um, business model to have for youth, I, I think, is a, is a wonderful way to help you know, help kids and youth develop and grow is to be able to encourage and give them the give them some responsibility in the process. And so. Right. And we think there's a, a triangle there. The coach has to be educated, the child has to be educated, but the parent also has to be educated. And so we have a YouTube channel where we try to put a lot of that education together. Uh, we do our coaches meetings, you know, sometimes through a, a video link. Okay. And, you know, we just try to get the parents to know, hey, when you're pressuring your kid or saying, how come you didn't do this? You know, that sometimes puts this stress that gives them mental blocks. And there's just a whole host of problems that we know <laughs> happen through stress and pressure so we're trying to educate everybody on the best thing for the child because we our motto is it's where kids matter most so we really try hard to to educate everybody who's influencing that child you know to do the right thing for them yeah so how many i mean how many students you guys have or are able to have right now we're at a really high number one of our highest numbers were i think over two thousand. Oh wow 30 or something like that which is that's high for us um so we also teach through the city of Henderson Rec Center, so we have another couple hundred students there. You know, so we we do influence a lot of people, and that's every week. That's amazing. That's yeah. a lot of <laughs> that's a lot of kids to coming through one building. Yeah, yeah. coming through one <laughs> building, even a couple of buildings. So. Yes, and I didn't realize you were uh, uh, in with the city of Henderson also. In, yes, in our what rec centers do you guys? Um, we're at uh, Multigen and Black okay. Mountain. We used to be at all of them before the pandemic. Yeah. And, and then staffing has been rough, you know, so <laughs> we had to cut back a little bit. That's uh, seems to be a, a common a theme. Common theme. A, a, lot, yes. a lot of businesses we talk to, yes. that staffing and keeping good employees yes. is, is a real challenge. And so that's uh, always a that's always part of being a business owner, right? 100%. It's tough. But we have actually some of the staff that's been around more than any other gym. I mean, some over 20 years and many over 10 years, which is unusual in a gymnastics school. Um, and we try to really hard that this is, we consider staff actually our third customer. So we have the kid as our main customer and the parent who's paying mm -hmm. the bills. That are, right. They're our customer. <laughs> but our staff is also a customer to us because if they're not happy, they're not helping the rest of our customers. Mm -hmm. So we try to think of it as all of them are our customers. And that's a, and that's a good uh, point in terms of a business model. I think sometimes uh, uh, business owners don't look at their employees as necessarily a customer like that or someone that needs to be taken care of as, as uh, paid as much attention as even your, your primary customers. But it is important. They, they are extremely important to us. Yeah. And they're our liaison to, the, to our other two customers, parents, and, and kids, and they have to be taken care of and have to feel respected, loved, and, and mm -hmm. we try to do continuing education credits and all those kind of things to try to, to improve their value to not just the customer, but if they went on to something else in life. Right. 
it's a value to you as a business owner. So yes. that's huge. Uh, you talked about continuing education. I mean, I guess what uh, what kind of uh, activities are are able to continue or find out there to help your employees? So we we do it in house usually. Oh, okay. Our continuing education has to do. We have. Uh, a live event that happens every summer that's big where mm-hmm. we bring in outside clinicians. But our continuing education, we do in the gym and we try to do little courses about how to learn this or how to do this or some kind of special skill or drills or um, interactions with parents and kids and how to handle difficult classes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so we just try to do continuing education. If they go on to something else, they can definitely take those skills and yeah. use them. I've even had people come back and say that, you know, this helped me so, so much. much. And what I do with even massage therapy or whatever they did. And I, somebody just told me that yesterday. That's why I brought that up. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you know, you learn a lot on how to interact with people mm-hmm. and how to, to take care of their needs, which that is the most valuable thing when you know you're owning a well, people business. <laughs> yeah, right. When, you, when you're dealing with customers like that on a day-to-day basis, it's... Uh, very valuable to have that be a, that skill to be able to interact and to um, have positive interactions with the, with each of the groups and so right that's mm-hmm. a yeah that's huge um, maybe kind of a, you know as a you know as a coach yourself uh, I'm sure you do a, a lot of the co- you know overseeing and a lot of the, the you know, I don't know how much coaching you do today but you know what are some other activities or hobbies that you get that you have uh, kind of on the side that you enjoy doing that keeps you busy yeah um that's a hard one because if i tell you a hobby i had my all my uh, family would say i was lying it's only working <laughs> so that's that's not really good uh, you know you should be a little more well-rounded in life right. than having just this is just a very high maintenance business and i always want to do my best for all the different aspects so there's a lot of challenges there but i do uh, i am involved in politics i want to move our country forward i i think it's our duty it's not like i love it um, yeah. because i think money's influence in politics is disastrous and corrupt sure. corrupting but i think it's something we all need to be involved in or it can go away so i am involved with that i did a ton of volunteering for the election um okay. so i i do those kind of things not necessarily a fun hobby <laughs> necessarily <laughs> gotcha. but um i love to play with my grand dogs which Ooh, might have go. two grand dogs but <laughs> that's, that's one too that's, I, that's my uh, uh, big hobby <laughs> that's perfect i i always joke with my my co-workers that when i retire you know i go I actually just go do something I enjoy doing and maybe get paid for it on the side. Right. So that would be nice. Uh, it's huh? kind of I kind of see you as a, in that kind of position. Is that if you love what you do and you're able to make a a, a living out of it, then then why? <laughs> why Definitely. Not? Why not just stay and keep going? So that's a that's a great opportunity. Definitely. I've tried gardening, but I'm a big failure at that. <laughs> One year is great tomato crop, next year zero. I'm like, what do I do differently? I, I don't understand it. <laughs> well, growing but growing stuff in the desert is not hard. easy. It oh is, uh, my gosh. But I, when you see one year of a whole crop of everything, yeah. you're like, wow, I'm great. And the next year, I can't do it at all. It just you're died like, on the vine. What happened? So, yeah. yeah. So that's that's tough. <laughs> Did you grow up here in, in, no, in Nevada? Or? No, I, uh, I grew up in New York and okay. went to school in Oklahoma okay. and met my husband and then uh, went to work on Wall Street oh, wow. um, and worked for a company that helped bring down the economy, Bear Stearns, oh. <laughs> not in business. <laughs> yeah. um, and then for six months, but I couldn't take it. And I went back, uh, my husband got a job in Siegfried and Roy. Oh, okay. And then he was an acrobat here that brought me out here. And then I started working for a gym and then 
we bought a gym in 92. Got it. A small gym that was not doing well, but yeah, now well, it's doing very well. Now it's doing very well. Yes. So did your husband have a, a background in gymnastics also? Yes. Or? Yeah, okay. he was uh, on the Oklahoma gymnastics team okay. on scholarship, and I was on the women's team. So gotcha. he was on the men's team. And uh, then he was an acrobat in Siegfried and Roy, and then he was in Cirque du Soleil Mystère. Okay. He opened wow. it. And then my daughter ended up, uh, you know, and <laughs> got a college scholarship to Stanford and then went into Cirque du Soleil as well. So, so whole, whole acrobatic family. <laughs> it is a family affair then. Yes. It is uh, all tied together. Well, that's yes. amazing. To- yeah, my younger daughter is also was uh, went to Sac State. And then now she's managing Desert Gym Cats, which my mom mm-hmm. um, runs, but uh, she helps her a lot. Okay. You said the Desert Gym Cats. Is that another facility here? In, yes, it's in, in Summerlin. Valley? In Summerlin, okay. Yes. Um, my mom, my sister, uh, who was younger than me, passed away four oh. years ago. And so that was a shock. And she ran it with my mom, who's okay. now 79. So, oh, wow. So my mom's running it with my daughter now. Got it. So she's helping keep it. Keep it going. Yeah. Yeah. She's doing a great job. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's a, an amazing... Uh, Amazing opportunity yes. to have two two amazing facilities right. in the valley. So that's great. It's a tough business. So I was I didn't know my daughter was up for it, but she's done a great job. She's so. taking it yeah. on. So that's a that's way to go. Yeah, that's uh, great. So well, great. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to no sit down with us. It's been a, a wonderful opportunity to get to know you and get to know a little bit about your yeah. your background and your family and uh, your business here. It sounds like you guys just are keeping rolling and probably I, I imagine one day we probably want to grow even more, but, um, yeah, I don't know how, <laughs> but I don't yes, know. you have to go to another facility or add on. Yeah. Add on. So yeah. Well, awesome. So, yeah, yeah, I know it's hard. It's one of those, uh, challenges when you own a building and say, Oh, now what do we do? Right. So, yeah. And it's hard to move. Oof. We moved once and we were like, oof. Never again. Never again. It was yeah. hard. Well, well, again, thank you so much for taking the time to sit down with us, and we wish you a happy holidays. And, you too. You and, too. Uh, Thanks. It we'll, was nice. We'll look forward to, to see more from you guys around here, and if there's anything you need from us, please let us know. Yes, we love the city of Henderson, so, so we're big fans. We'll, we'll keep you in our centers for as long as we can. <laughs> okay, right? great. Awesome. Thanks so much. All right. Welcome back. Hopefully you enjoyed that uh, awesome interview with Cassie Rice. Uh, Cassie is an amazing uh, individual and they have an amazing uh, thing going on down there at Gym Cats with a lot of uh, great activities, a lot of great uh, classes for the, for the youth and for kids to, to really build their confidence and to grow, you know, grow their abilities and learning to be more flexible and more str- be stronger for not just being gymnasts or being for all sorts of sports that my kids might be involved in these days. And so uh, we really appreciate Cassie taking that time sitting down with us and um, we're just amazed with the amount of uh, amount of students they have and all the things going on. So if you're, like I said, if you're interested in checking them out, uh, go check them out. They are an amazing facility. So uh, what was their website again? Was it? Um, if you're interested in checking that out, any of their classes or their scheduled events, go visit gymcats.com. gymcats.com. They got a lot of good information on there about activities that have been coming up and their classes they offer and um, just general, generally what's going on uh, at their facility. And so, again, go check them out. Awesome. Thanks again for tuning in and listening. Again, if, uh, if you are interested in 
being on our podcast. If you'd like to, we'd love to come sit down with you and learn a little more about your business. Um, go ahead and reach out to me at Derek.Allen at cityofhenderson.com. Again, that's Derek, D-E-R-E-K dot Allen, A-L-L-E-N at cityofhenderson.com. And uh, you can go find our other episodes of the podcast on our website at cityofhenderson.com slash redevelopment. I redeveloped that. Uh, you can find our previous 18 episodes we have on there. We're Tiffany and I were just talking about how many episodes, how many shows we've done so far. And it's like, oh man, we're getting up there. So we've got to celebrate that we are mainstream now, too. You can find Redevelop that on Apple and Spotify. That's right. We've expanded. So go check us out on either of those platforms if you if one or more, uh, the other one is your preference. We're, we're out there and uh, for the masses to hear. So go check us out. And Thanks. Then, uh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Yep. I'm going to interrupt. Uh, as we head into our last couple of days before the holidays and before Christmas, if you still have a couple of gifts you need to get or, you know, you just have someone that's really hard to buy for on your Christmas list, we encourage you to think local. Um, think your local small-owned businesses, family-owned. Um, you can buy gift certificates for restaurants, breweries. You can come down and shop our retail shops on Water Street or the salons. I mean... Who doesn't love a mani or a pedi or a massage for the holidays? So think local. And if you need a complete list of our businesses in the Water Street District, visit waterstreetdistrict.com. And happy holidays to everyone. Can't wait to have you all back in the new year for some exciting new interviews. New businesses. That's right. A lot of new new things coming up next year. So we'll look forward to that. And uh, we wish you all again a... Happy holidays and a happy new year, and we'll tune out for this year. So we'll talk. catch you in 2023. See you next year. <laughs> <laughs>